Hi, my name is Dr. Christy Lewis, and I'm a licensed naturopathic doctor and holistic nutritionist. I've been in practice for well over a decade and treated thousands of people. Something that keeps me up at night is if people know what to do, then why are they not doing it? If we are all trying to live our best life, then why do we compromise, sabotage, and avoid ourselves from making choices that will ultimately rise us up? A basic truth has been revealed. Behavior modification, as simple as it may seem, is very difficult to implement. Hence the birth of this podcast. In between visits are short and sweet shares where I will answer your questions about how to stay on track, support, inspire, and motivate you on your journey. See you in your struggles, affirm you in your challenge, and reassure you that you are not alone. Let's get started. Welcome, this is Dr. Christy, and thanks for joining me for another episode of In Between Visits. I'm so glad that you're here today. So I'm very excited to be doing these podcasts. I was actually just traveling over the weekend and connected in with some family, and I was um, chatting about how much I'm enjoying doing these. And as I was talking to my mom about it, it really dawned on me that I'm really enjoying doing this because it's so important for my own life. I really see, you know, this opportunity to support people in between visits while at the same time, what's happening is it's keeping me uh, and reminding me why it's uh, so important to me and my life and the choices I make. You know, you know, guys, it, it really is our choices influence our choices. And so often we focus on one area we focus on nutrition we focus on exercise and the reality is all the all the be it these things very important we want to take a step back and look at every aspect of our health so and we want to think about how we sleeping what's happening with our stress what are we eating how are we moving how's our body eliminating what's going on with our thoughts and our beliefs and it's when we really start to look at all of this together that we can make choices that will begin to have this rippling effect on our life and so any of you who've kind of been connecting with me know that we've been working through the series on sleep and now we've moved on to stress. So this is the second episode in my stress series and let's get started. So the first thing I'm going to start with is, is really a statement. Um, and anyone who's worked with me knows me, knows that I really try to meet patients where they're at. It really is about me understanding you and helping to set goals, um, support you in your choices that are going to have a huge impact. What's the biggest bang you can get for the least amount of effort? And so this one is a big one. And I'm going to try not to sound too luxury with this one, but it's just such a game changer, which is get up before fill in the blanks get up before your kids get up before your dog get up before your um neighbor you know get up before the energy around you starts moving so have you ever had one of those dreams where you miss a plane or you're late for an important exam it's an awful feeling right and i get that same feeling when my daughter wakes up before me and comes running into my room yelling my name my day starts like behind. I mean, I get that tight chest. I'm feeling like I'm already behind the ball and it's only 7 a.m. So I actually didn't even realize this was happening. I just figured, hey, you know, this is what it's like to get a five, six-year-old out the door in the morning. And I really started to resent my role as the drop-off parent. I felt angry because I was rushed and out of control. And it was like, I was so highly reactive. And the worst part was that I was also feeling and totally missing out on this time in the morning with my daughter. 
better. I just felt pissed off. It's this wasn't fair that I had to take on the burden of this early morning routine while my husband left for work, um, you know, as as being the, the pickup parent. So I had very little patience with her, with the dog, my hair. All of my choices were really being made from a reactive place. I was unconscious, you know, my choices were having this huge impact on the quality of my day. And yet I wasn't even really in the driver's seat with what was happening. If I didn't have time to make breakfast, I'll just grab breakfast sandwich on the way in. My daughter can't, you know, she just have a slice of toast. And it's only a few hours until her morning nutrition break. Sleep is more important, you know, so than how I look. I, I don't need a shower. I'll just, I won't put on makeup. And, and then I feel kind of gross for the day. And this idea that, you know, I was, um, you know, behind, that squeezing in the last hour of sleep was actually causing me more harm than good. So don't get me wrong. I'm a huge advocate of sleep. I mean, let's slow down here. I mean, I literally just spent an hour doing podcasts all about sleep. So you know that about me and sleep always wins except for in this example where sleep is interfering with a smooth start to the day. So go to bed earlier and wake up earlier period, the end. I mean, I have nothing revolutionary here. I've got no quick tips. It's really just about choosing that. If you want to start your day off on the right foot, then get up 50 minutes, half an hour, an hour earlier. And if you're too tired to do that, then go to bed earlier. Now, I guess that you're open to getting up earlier. I mean, I'm assuming that you're still listening. Um, is let's talk about what you're actually going to do with that time. Because if you're going to choose to spend 45 minutes to, uh, you know, on Instagram and drink a pot of coffee, then just stay in bed. You're not getting a lot of value from that time. But if you think about this as true bonus time for you to connect in with yourself, um, you know, have, and I, I don't know what that's going to look like for you. You know what is that's going to look like for you. But perhaps, you know, you get up and go for a 20 minute walk or run, sit on the front porch and do some deep breathing, have a nice cup of tea, read the paper, have a long shower and blow dry your hair out. Maybe take some time to make, you know, one of those omelets that are reserved for the weekends, whatever it is. Is, the key to keeping this is to make it habitual, not only in your choices, but in your physiology so that your body is, comes to expect this more ease into the day. So just to give you a sense of what my current routine looks like, I wake up at 6 a.m. and I no longer need an alarm clock, which is really a small miracle. I do 10-15 minutes of yoga. Sometimes I'll, I'll do that, you know, with a YouTube video or I will just uh, do some stretching. I get my coffee I do a gratitude journal. We're going to talk more about that in mindset. This has been a, a huge win for me around shifting some of my tendencies and really being able to look at the day from a positive perspective. So I spend, you know, sometimes it's three minutes with a gratitude journal and then write ideally one of these podcasts, blogs. This is where I'm most creative in the morning. And this is why I've been able to even put all of this together is because of this new space I found in the morning. And I do this until my my daughter wakes up and then we're off for the day. I've really only been doing this for about two months and I will say it is one of the biggest game changers of my life. Seriously, it has had a huge impact on my moods, my digestion, even my elimination. You know, it's this simple change, but yet it's really shifting so many aspects of how I am responding to 
my, my stress in my life. I'm excited to get up. I feel like I have more time. I feel I'm connected with my daughter. And it's all because I made this small, not easy, right? It's small and simple. Um, and it's about making that choice and really leaning into the benefit of that so that you can continue that habit for yourself. So the second thing I wanted to shift to, sort of the part B around this stress series uh, for this episode is knowing your values. So one of the things that's really important, I believe, is knowing your own personal values because then you're not going to waste time, energy, and precious uh, resources on something that's actually not important to you. So right now, it's about 6.30 on a Tuesday night and my daughter and husband are out uh, at her soccer practice. And this is what I want to be doing. I don't have to be doing this. I don't feel like I should be doing this. I absolutely have a fire in my tummy and a beating in my heart because I'm doing this podcast right now. And this was a process for me to come to. I mean, I don't watch my daughter's hockey practices, gymnastic lessons, or soccer practice. There, I said it. I don't do that. My little girl, she's six, is very active and loves to be on the move. Her energy needs an outlet, and so far, sports has been that for her. She's out two, three times a week doing her thing, and we swore we would never be that family that was busing their child from activity to activity, but it turns out she's happiest when she's on the go. She's just, anyone who meets her just knows this about her. And so in the early days, both my husband and I were present for every single practice, lesson, and game. I would sit on the sidelines watching my four-year-old at the time attempt a somersault or try to kick the ball into a net the whole time thinking about all the things that I would rather be doing. If I was there, or as I was there, I wasn't really there. I mean, I, in all honesty, and, and you know, I would be on my phone. I would be on my phone. I'd be watching the clock. I was distracted. So even though I was physically there, I actually wasn't there in presence. My husband, on the other hand, is fully present. He's either on the ice or he's ensuring he has the closest seat poolside. He's 100% cheering on her every move. There is absolutely no place that he would want to be other than there. And that's incredible. That's amazing. It's not me. One day, you know, when I was drinking lukewarm coffee sitting in a freezing cold arena, I realized I didn't actually have to be there. So I stopped going. I just stopped and started spending those valuable chunks of time doing something for myself, whether it was going to a yoga class or on a run, meeting a friend or writing in my journal. And I stopped feeling guilty for not wanting to be there and decided to take care of my own desires. So yes, I have a single child and my husband and I can sort of tag team things. There are times, of course, when my husband can't take my daughter or has some of something for himself to do. I take her and... I'm still doing my own things, whether I bring my journal, whether I bring my computer, I actively, consciously go into that knowing how I'm going to spend my time. I know that when I do this, what what used to feel like skipping out actually allows me to feel more present in the parenting aspects that I do value. I have incredibly special moments with my daughter. We have our daily rituals and we connect in a very, very deep way. They just don't involve me going to every single sporting practice. And don't get me wrong, you know, I am there front and center for the end of the year performance or a hockey tournament that she's maybe been preparing for. I'm a very proud mom in the audience and during this time, I'm beyond present and you can learn me away for anything. She, This is what 
she's been working for. It's her shining moment. My phone is on silent and it's bottom of my bag. But the decision to miss the everyday practices provided a huge edge of growth for me. And I had to get super honest about the things that bring me joy and accept the things that do not. I had to let go of what other moms might think of me or even my own personal judgments for not being a good mom. Ultimately, I had to realize or I came to realize that life is busy and the moments move quick. And so for that reason, I refused to confuse other people's values with my own. And within that, I feel such less stress. I don't have to be doing things that really don't bring me value or actually cost me from the perspective of what I feel like I need to be doing. So today we spent some time and um, I really shared with you in this, you know, in this episode around stress on something I want you to work into if, and really hopefully charged up, charged up around, you know, this edge of opportunity for you to create a different start to your day, to start the system more from the perspective of easing in as opposed to highly reactive, which is just going to carry on through the day for you. The other thing we talked about with, which really kind of in my, in my opinion, weaves into this idea of getting up early is knowing what your values are knowing when you do have these chunks of time whether it be first thing in the morning or whether it be opportunities that maybe you don't actually have to be you know engaged in letting go of some of these shoulds that you have an opportunity for yourself to spend doing things that will actually reduce your stress and bring you more joy so that's it and both of these and all of these continue to be available at Dr. Christy Lewis uh, on my blog page. And stay tuned. Next week, we're going to be chatting more about stress. So I hope you'll join me then. Thank you.